Look, no excuses, complete the mission. You know, effort is good and you have to put forth effort. But do me a favor, we're not on extreme effort, we're on extreme execution, all right? Not extreme effort, but extreme execution. No excuses, complete the mission. Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys, and here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. They offer a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change every week. Sign up today. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com forward slash success80 and use the promo code SUCCESS80 and that's SUCCESS and the number 8080. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian, the extra Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. Extra, extra, read all about it. What's happening? On, on the beach with a with a corona and his toes in the Ooh. sand. You know what I'm <laughs> yes, saying? A rare strike. What, you know, what's the Barbados? You know what I'm saying? I'm not a, 100% sure. Uh, and, and Dr. Douglas Thomas who is in a car somewhere. Yeah, I'm in a car, pissed. Let, listen to me, man. Uh-oh, Here's uh-oh. my problem. <laughs> he ready to go. I, and, I, and again, I, uh-uh, again. I, I, just want, I just want fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, can we get fair? I know my mm-hmm. mom told me that's like a pig, you know, getting caught at a, con, at a fair somewhere, getting judged. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, bro, here's what I don't understand. You have a doctor's appointment at 10. Right. If you get there at 10, 15, bro, they shut your, they shut your whole boy down. It's a rescheduled boy. Like, we got hmm. to reschedule you because you're 15 hmm. minutes late. You feel me? Like, and, and okay, that's yep. the standard. I feel you. I'm on that. However. But bro, I got in I, I got in at 840 for 9 o'clock. They called my daughter back at 921. I'm like, yo, I went up to her like hmm. at 910. Like, yo, what's up? Like, she's like, oh, I love it. This is what they do. Oh, um, the green light is on our computer, which means she's next. But they're cleaning the room. Cleaning the room? Why you ain't cleaning the room at 9, uh, 850? Why you cleaning the room at 910? <laughs> And are you really cleaning the room or are you telling me you clean the room? So I'm just like, yo, I just won't fair. You you make me reschedule. You try to mm-hmm. charge me because I missed it. Send me a mm. check for 250, bro, that you because you mess, you I'm late. You know what I'm saying? You late. Send me a you late check. Yeah. I just it's just unfair, <laughs> bro. It's too it's just hypocritical, bro. I'm sorry. Get off my snow soapbox. But I'm I'm it is hypocritical, bro. Yeah, no, I think we did we talk about that or who was I telling you? I don't that? know, like, but I just know. But I said it's like when you go to the restaurant and you're like, yo, I want this, this, and this, but I don't want this and I don't want this. How come they don't take off no money? But if you add it, they right. charge you. They charge more. Right. Like, you know I what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, it. I don't want onions, I don't want mushrooms on it, and I don't want tomatoes, right? 
And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And they don't take nothing off the price. But if I say, yo, <laughs> add onion, add mushroom, and they're like, yo, that's an extra $2 for each. I'm saying, what? <laughs> but how come when I take it off, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not a reduction. So, yeah, hey. Uh, it's just you know what I'm saying. It's not our world, bro. It's not our world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capitalistic society. Yeah, you, that's what yeah it is. exactly, exactly. Carl, catch us up, man. What's going on in the dose, bro? We man, miss you. Just uh, let me tell you something. Just it's it's tricky. So for the first time in my life, I've I've I'm learning to really balance. I know we talked about balancing before. But I was just telling the fellas before we got on, like I'm only using Wi-Fi. Like if I don't have a Wi-Fi signal, my phone mm. is off. Hmm. So the family's up, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting up still decent early. Like, to be honest, the sun come up here blazing 5, 5, 5.30 in the morning. So I'm up, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, by between 5.36, dude, I'm getting my little devotion in, and then I'm just trying to grind, get whatever I need to get done, emails, whatever, phone calls. But I'm talking about by probably like 11. And after that, bro, I'm looking to hit the beach. I'm looking to do something. And then in the evening, if it's something else to do, cool. But I'm just trying to balance that time out, man, with the family. Like, we here. I got to take full advantage of it. But, man, just yesterday we hit, uh, Quest hit me. Like, Quest said to tell Browns Beach, hello, E-Devil's Beach, just down the street we stayed at, man. And we hit the beach yesterday about three hours. I'm talking about everybody is like four shades darker, bro. But mm. kids just end up, I'm talking about just jumping, swimming. They're, they're over there building sandcastles. Man, just <laughs> castles in the sky. Castles in the sky. <laughs> just to watch. I'm just saying, just to watch. You know what I mean? Watch my family enjoy this, man. Like it's bigger than anything in the world. Like my perspective is just so big now. Like I'm watching Tamisha's mom. I'm talking about she's straight with us, with us. Like she's here, just enjoying this time with her daughter. She again, for, for those that don't understand, she could not come up to the U.S. She could not come to America at all in the last, well, we've been there since 2003 and she's been unable to get a visa to come up there. So just to see her with the grandkids, with everybody, and she just jumping right in, helping out, playing, doing whatever, man, like, it ain't nothing like it, man. Like, take everything, E, we used to say, take everything else I got, like, I'll take this. You could take everything else, whatever possession you think is value. Take all of it and give me this right here with my family, man. And Especially since y'all over there with the Western amenities now. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, for sure. I know the kids sure. was like, yo, it's hot in this joint last time you was yeah, there. Yeah, you know, they're they yeah. they not natives, bro. They, exactly. they came out the that's war real. No, that's real. So, E, the catalyst, and I didn't say that the last time. The catalyst, I think, was literally, so the last time, see, when E and the church fam came, we stayed at the Hilton. Mm -hmm. And we stayed an extra week after, like, the fam left. Like, so, E, everybody left. And to me, you know, me and the kids, we stayed an extra week. But we went back to my parents' house. Bro, it was torture. The worst thing in life, y'all heard us say it before. The worst thing in life is to yeah. experience yeah. something and then have to go back. And they had to go back. Go back. <laughs> no AC. Experience AC. That and is the to go worst back experience, to the heat, bro. bro. So yeah, yeah, coming, coming, Crazy. coming back now. It's just like, yo, we can't go back to that. And and hundred percent, the kids are just soaking it up. Now I gotta balance it out because these kids, I think, is a little spoiled. See, we gotta have that conversation. Like them jokers yeah, on too late. foot mm -hmm. up on the so, table, yeah, no. just like what are we eating. Oh, like yeah, I'm no like, nigga, if you don't get your butt down, but yeah, no, yeah, no you better man, go down just... to the fishing hole and catch something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm talking. About, go catch you a fish. But, right. Yeah, man. Unbelievable. Uh, Douglas, how's the knee doing? Last time I left you. Uh, you still had a hobble wobble. Uh, With the ass how, bandage. Yeah. How are you? Ace in the place. No, we good. <laughs> See, it only lasted for um, two full days. The third day I was good. Now I'm super solid back to, um, you know, I, I am not running on concrete Back to yet, thinking about back, running. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, on, not on concrete yet, but not quite back in the saddle 
on the concrete, but we, we did hit the treadmill with the walk boy with the incline taking it slow. But yeah, we're going to be uh, back. But the the six gram uh, uh, carb wraps have helped me mm. out, you know, not to have to work out is. too much. She she turned me on to them jokers, the mission boys. Stop. And um, you gonna I give fire. away our secrets. Nah. They're going to think we sexy out here with hard Six work. Car. Yeah. Gonna have them thinking this hard, we're going to have them thinking it's hard work out here. You about to blow our cover. Unwind that. Take that back. Erase that. <laughs> Edit that yeah, out. You know what I'm saying? They, they Edit that out. and dedication, baby. You feel me? Yeah, no question. Um, you got your okay. Uh, tell us now, Jalen and uh, his fiance are out the house after a thirty day stint. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, I was a little nervous myself when I heard it was thirty. Question and thirty uh, for thirty. You know, we saw y'all playing see? Uno. Yeah, we saw y'all hanging out. So, uh, are y'all back to empty nesters, or is Boom Boom still in the house? So, so let me say this though. First and foremost, um, and this is like joking, serious. Um, 30 days, bro. I thought I couldn't hang 30 days is a long time. Uh, we've never like when my kids go to college, you kind of don't get to come home for more than a weekend. You know what I'm saying? So that's like the rule. Like, don't come back here like that. Right. Um, but let me tell you something. I had one day that was a hiccup. That was something that I, in my mind, I thought uh-huh. should have done. We remember. Do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so CJ talked to him, which was a blessing. They had a conversation. I must say, see, the rebound boy was unbelievable. Oh, well, that's um, all you can ask. Yeah. No. Oh, no questions asked. The and rebound that's why, boy hey, was And that's why having those direct conversations can be helpful, mm. man, because a lot of times people don't see themselves, and so you have to kind of shine that light for them, and they could take it one or two ways, but it sounds like it went well for you. Oh, let me tell you something. All you parents that are out there, you know, one, the assessment, I, I realized – who he is, so it's not on no, you know, he being disrespectful, he's a high D, so it's like, you know, he's a, he's a born leader, he wants to be in control, you know, I just have to allow him to understand that it's difficult for you to be in control when it's my, you know what I'm saying, when it's my hookup, you feel me? Like, <laughs> At my house. You got, the, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm just saying, like, it's my company, so I know you want to be in control, but you know what I'm saying, like, we got to let, come let us reason together, but I'm being honest, without understanding who he is, I could look at it as like, yo, you being disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my coming. This is my whatever. But when I understand who he is, it's like, yo, you got to be in control. Like, that's what you do. That's your superpower is, you know, being in control. And so you are going to be direct. And you know what I'm saying? But I, but when you my son and you direct, that's a little different when you direct and you out my house. When you my son and you direct, it's like, whoa, don't talk to me like that. I, we didn't grow up talking to our parents like that, but it's like, yo, E, you can you can uh, suffocate his superpower. You can suppress it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can go gorilla gorilla on him, but you're not you're not helping his development. So it's a situation where it's like, look, let me I, let me know. I re- let me let you know. I respect 100 percent how you were created, how God wired you. But it take two to tangle. You gonna have to understand me as well. And so we was able to do that without any hiccups. And I must say this, bro. I had to call Willie Moore Jr. because he had shared something with me about a year ago. It was the best 29 days that I've ever had with my kids. And my daughter at first, she didn't come through, you know, because she had the same challenge I had, see? You know, so Jada was like, yo, I'm good. I'm grown now. I ain't your little sister. Like, I'm a grown woman. I'm good Hmm. on that. You know what I'm saying? And so in the first week, I don't think Jada came to the house like that. Like, she didn't stay. You know, she might have came for a second or two. 
But, um, you know, after we talked, uh, you know what I'm saying? I called Jada like, yo, we good. And my wife was like, yo, almost like, yo, I don't want y'all to leave. And I'm like, okay, I don't really know what level that, I don't really know what level that is, what that means exactly. But it was the best, like, like I said, once they went to college at 18, they have never been in my house longer than maybe four or five days at tops. Like, you know, after like Christmas break, the first year is like, you don't come back. You know what I'm saying? Like you come back for three or four days, you go fly, you know what I'm saying? And they were back at the crib and I mean, cooking, taking out the trash, you know, cleaning up to whatever level. Like my son ain't no high C, so I'm not expecting, you know what I'm saying? I'm not expecting a high C type hookup, but, but I do understand that he made some sacrifices, thought through some stuff. And then, of course, the best part of it was, you know, they played Uno one night. I didn't play with them. I ended up going to bed early and I heard, you know, they they let MJ come in and dog my family out. I, of course, afterwards, I got in on the table mm-hmm. and I brought I brought things back Restored to the order. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Restore the Royale, the boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to come back and Uno out. You know what I'm saying? But no, seriously, to all my parents that are listening you know, um, for real, you know, you first of all, you need to have, you know, some mediators. I do believe that sometimes you're so close to your child that, you know, they just can't hear from you. And you don't have to take that personal. Like, you don't have to be the type of person that has a type of pride where you like, well, I don't want to call CJ like that ain't my, you know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't my blood. He ain't, he ain't feed them. He ain't close them. He ain't house them. Why should I have to call? You know what I'm saying? Like, listen to me. I'm your, and at the end of the day, see, I've learned that it's not about being right. You know what I'm saying? It's about being wealthy. It's about being healthy. It's about being whole. And sometimes you're not the person to do it. It's, it's, they too close to you, you know? And so I brought in, you know, the infantry and, um, we, we won. We got, we got what we wanted to get accomplished, accomplished. And I think sometimes you, like, you got so much pride or you got so much ego that it's like, it's my way or the highway. And it's like, I'm not into that. I'm into, I wanted to work. I don't need to be right. I needed to work. I needed to be healthy. And so we made it happen. And like I said, when we left, took them to the airport, you know, the hug boys, goodbye. It was funny. Mama Charlene uh, from Sankofa was there working at Delta. And she saw Jalen and was like, wow. Hmm. And I called Jada in, who was taller than her. And she was looking at Jada <laughs> like, wow. You know, so, but no, I want to make sure I say this. We're not, you're not watching us live, but listen to my heart. You know, it's nothing like what Carl talked about being with his family. It's nothing like being with your family and being at peace. No drama. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's healthy. Everybody's happy. Everybody's whole. You know, so yeah, man, phenomenal 30 days. And I'm going to be real. When Didi was like, yo, y'all, won't y'all stay? I wasn't really tripping. I was like, yo, it's been great. I wouldn't mind doing it. Well, she said stay longer than the 30. No, Didi was like, y'all, y'all want to stay another? I know y'all, you know, Jalen, you got to do this, you got to do that. And I was like, I ain't going to lie. When she said that, I wasn't like, Didi, shut your mouth. I wasn't on that. I was like, no, 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 for real. Like, yo, Didi, it was, it's been great. Like, we cooking, we were eating together every night, you know, table mm. made. We don't do that. Like, I'm saying that's not our swag. Like, not like that we don't eat together. We do, but we don't set no table. We were setting mm-hmm. the table. Um, I, well, man, y'all, Jaylen, y'all could, they I, do do that in certain cultures. I think it's, is it, um, the Indian culture, they have like everybody live together, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah like, they do. They do. The great yeah, grandfather, the grandfather, yeah, the, and yeah, like yeah, whoever yeah. the highest yeah. patriarch no is question. has yeah. the say over everybody. Yeah. And so, and I noticed because Candace was actually roommates 
uh, with a young lady, and that was, wow. you know, her fi- family her dynamic. Custom. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that, though. Imagine <laughs> your pops just like, hey, shut your mouth. And Sit telling your, your, your kid, she was like, yeah, like, if it was like a dispute, like, hey, can I do this? And my mom said no, or my dad said no, she was like, you could just run it up the ladder. And if he was like, yeah, you, wow. there's nothing they could do. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I might like yeah, that I just, when yeah. I get old before a baby <laughs> yeah. gorilla. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, could be devastating. That could be devastating. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all, try, I see what y'all trying to do over there with the Thomas oh, family. No doubt. Yeah. No you doubt. Just, yeah. Y'all just all live together. Well, when, you know, when you, when you get that house on the west, and you can, mm. uh, yeah, bring everybody Mr. together. West, they can Mr. Have their west. Mr. West. You know what I'm saying? They can have their own wing. You know what I'm saying? So. All right, well, we'll see how that goes, man. You keep... Uh, oh, oh, hey, I forgot to say this, though. See, so Jada is not there. She wasn't spending the night. You know what I'm saying? She's back in her apartment. But as soon as Jalen left, why she spend the night? I'm like, you gone. Uh, <laughs> you gone. Uh, no mm. doubt. Yeah, She's like, I'm, yeah. still, I'm still the baby of this family. I don't care what y'all right. do. Yeah, wow. Right. Yeah. So y'all, y'all uh, you and Diddy, I guess y'all, y'all missed the empty nest. Y'all going to go ahead and have another one? <laughs> well, hey, let me just say this. With a house full of folks, I, I wasn't really practicing, so I don't know that I can have. More of that. You know what I'm saying? So you missing one uh, key component. Uh, yeah, so maybe when Jada leaves, one leave, key I, component. No, yeah, 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 unbelievable. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, let's start the podcast. Um, <laughs> no, no. So, so I, I have tried in the last few days to try to figure out how I can frame this without having to dip into our insurance bucket. Account. Uh, mm. You pissed me mm. off account. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if my feelings are hurt account. Um, and I wanted to go one or two ways, but I think I'm going to go this way and I'll save, uh, I'll save the other one for later. Y'all just remind me. Um, so, okay, so let me phrase this. I got a, a good friend of mine who uh, is a chef, um, you know, trying to get on. He's on the East Coast, very expensive out there, doing his thing, and he got a partner. And um, the two of them, he called me, man, he was, I'm talking about just as mad as you could be, right? And this was like maybe a couple weeks ago. And he was like, man, you know, uh, we had this, you know, our largest catering, you know, hookup ever. It was a bridal shower, you know, kind of high end. You know, we got the gig, you know, I was excited, you know, started at one o'clock, food was supposed to be there at like 1, 130, you know what I'm saying? Like we were supposed to, or it started at 1, 130, we were supposed to bring it there, like, you know, I don't know, 45 minutes early or whatever. So long story short, he was like, yo, my job was to get all the food ready. And my partner's job was to get all the, of the uh, serving stuff together and, you know, all of this, whatever. Long story short, and um, I didn't get the full, full details, but long story short, he's like, yo, my man came through an hour and a half late with the stuff. Like, I'm calling him, calling him, calling him, can't get him. Finally, he got, you know, a million reasons. He was supposed to go pick it up from this person, and this person didn't have it, so he had to run across town, and he ended up having to just go buy stuff. Long story short, they show up an hour and a half, two hours late for the event, right? It's like almost time to go by the time they get there. And, of course, the lady is furious. She like, yo, I'm not, you know, I'm, don't even bring it. You know, I'm obviously not paying y'all nothing. Give me the deposit back. You know, the whole nine, and he was hitting me. He was just like, yo, can you believe my boy was late? You know, can you believe he didn't come on time? And, you know, blase splee, right? So I was like, man, you know, I kind of, I didn't say a whole lot. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not the preachy kind of dude, but I'm like, oh, okay. Like, do you take any accountability for that being your <laughs> your business partner? Or, you know what I'm saying? It's just all on him. Anyway, I, I didn't even go there. 
and then this is the one I had to pay my insurance bucket. Uh, we had somebody, you know, and I'm not tripping, and the company come to me, say, hey, you know, um, I feel like I've been doing all right. And, you know, I, I want to talk about a raise. I said, okay, cool. You know, let's talk about it. So we talked about it. And I said, all right, cool. Here's the things that I need done in order to justify a raise, right? And I think I told Edis, and I'm not sure, Carl, if I spoke to you about it. But I'm like, all right, cool. Here go to, let, let's say, five things that need to be done in order to you know, get that raise. And so I'm like, all right, cool. So I let a week go by, two weeks go by, three weeks go by. And then you know me, I'm trying to, I'm always, I'm trying to make sure everybody's compensated fairly. I don't want anybody to ever say they work for us and weren't getting paid what they thought they should get paid or above what they should get paid or whatever. So I checked in. I hadn't heard anything. I checked in. But I noticed the things were not done, right? Like I just noticed like, oh, okay, I said this, this, and this, and I'm not necessarily seeing it, whatever. And so I, you know, called the person and I'm like, yo, I'm, it's, you know, it's not done. What's up? You said you wanted a raise. And the person ended up saying, well, I still haven't got this from this person. And I still, I'm waiting on this person to this person. And I said, yo, it's so funny that, you know, from where you sit and I get it, it is, you know, it, you, you could wait. It doesn't have to get done or you could kind of pass the blame in the buck everywhere else. And I said, you know, what's so funny Everybody gets to do that except for myself and E. When pay when payroll comes around, it got to go out. Like at no point have I ever said when payroll hit on the 15th, like, yo, all right, hey, check this out. Uh, we were waiting on this money to come in from like nobody wants to hear that. Like, I'm just being real. E, ha- have you ever had to call somebody and be like, yo, I had a we had a gig that was supposed to, but it didn't. So if you could just hold another 30 days. Before you get your check. And I'm saying this as a small company. Anybody who's ran a small company, being able to make payroll every single month, regardless of the situation or circumstances, people get sick, people you don't produce, people take vacations, people have babies, people miss, people whatever. To be able to come through and drop payroll every single month for how long, Carl, have we been in business now? Oh my gosh, seven, eight, like legitimately. For eight years to never have shorted anybody a penny on payroll, there are no excuses. But like I said, from an employee standpoint or from a worker standpoint, you can pass the blame. And I'm saying they might all be good reasons. They might, you might, you absolutely right. That's a very legitimate reason. But I can't take that to the bank. And I think people get confused and you said it the other day at millions conference and i really want to have a discussion about this and i'm i'm if you can't tell i'm i'm my my my, my level starting to rise a little bit but he said something and I almost fell out my seat the other day at millions conference he said some of y'all worship effort and hard work i never ever ever said that i said it's a component to executing but I never said it was execution. And so I think, E, because you are the guru of hard work, getting up early, going after it, people then begin to take you saying work hard, you know, get up early, go after your drink, and these things as the execution itself. And that is a component to execution, but it's not execution. So when I was telling this person, how can I justify a raise? I get it. You're saying you can't do your job without this person doing their job and this person doing their job. 
But part of doing your job is being able to get that person to deliver for you. Right. So it's all synonymous. So now for us, though, I don't ever get to say, yo, check it out. Pay Carl, call a staff meeting. Payroll is not going to be paid until the 25th this month because um, Carl didn't send me an email on time and uh, I asked him to do some videos for a new promotional thing we had and he didn't get it done. We've never had that meeting, but yet somehow, and I look at the situation with my boy, like you have a, a good reason oh, phenomenal and you reason. worked hard. And E, no I question. just don't know how to say that without really cutting somebody because somebody's listening to this right now and you thought because you woke up early and you wrote out your business plan and you did A, B, and C that that was execution and it's not. And E, you said this weekend some of us fall in love with hard work. <laughs> we, we fall in love with trying and we feel frustrated because we think that that is synonymous with success and that it is an ingredient. It's like having a cake and it's like, yo, you could do all the ingredients right and leave out the butter. It ain't going to taste right. So for you, you could do you could have the hard work in there. That is an ingredient. But the execution is what we're looking for. And I told this person, I said, look, I'm not tripping. I'm not a micromanager. Even though I'm a gorilla, I'm not going to call you and be like, hey, did you do this, 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 this? You, you asked me for a raise. I told you what could get the raise. I'm not going to micromanage and stay all over your head. I'm telling you, you asked me. So I told you. And at the same time, if I have to sit over your head and do it for you, then guess who gets the raise? Yeah, I need I get the, raise. the raise. I need to get the hmm. raise. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I, so if I got to do any of it. Right. So this person said to me, well, they'll respond to you faster because you're CJ. I said, OK, cool. You're right. They will. But then if I got to go do it, it's my raise. And people don't. I, I think. And like I said, this is not the like I, I love this person as a, a team. I'm not tripping. All I'm saying is. It is about execution. It's not about the hard work. And e, you, that's the first time I, I promise you, Carl. Was a, have you ever heard he say that? I've never heard him say that. Mm -mm. Like he literally mm -mm. dogged out effort and hard work. And I, and, well, and not dogged out. For those of you listening, say dogged out. No, you it dogged it out. Counter to E, yeah, it sounds uh, like the opposite. I like, of like to look at the film says. again. Okay. I like to look at the film again. <laughs> but but you know, I'm saying E was going over the top oh, because he wanted to illustrate the point. So I just felt like it was too high on the food chain. Yeah, go for it. No, I'm just saying I felt like it was too high on the food chain. I, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't mm. like it, saying it ain't necessary. They just put it too high on the food chain. I'm like, it don't go all the way up there. It should probably be about right here, you know, but uh, and I oh, want no, to come well, back to that. Well, let's talk about it. We're doing a podcast. Slow down. Where does okay. it go? Uh, so I don't know. I'm about to tell you this, though. And then Give me Maslow's hierarchy of execution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this and I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, let's, so make, a, let's make a chart. Let's make a chart yeah. for real. So, so, so somebody called me yesterday. And they were like, it's funny that you own this, but they are also a supervisor. So they hit me up, was like, yo, E, I'm having a hard time, you know, as a supervisor, like I'm having a hard time, like understanding this concept from the employee standpoint. You know, so I went and talked to them. They told me this, you, you know, they, you know, but I feel like this because I'm on this side. And, you know, how do you feel? And I was like, look, let me tell you something. I'm like, yo, I finally get it. And this is why those of you who are entrepreneurs when you say you don't need to work for nobody or you don't need to get no coaching or training, that's a lie. You do because what you need is multiple perspectives so you can understand. And what I told this person was hanging out with all these different companies that I've been privileged to hang out with. I get it now. 
If you are making more than $60,000, $70,000 a year, you're not getting paid for work. You're getting paid for leadership. Like, don't nobody get no check. Don't nobody make $70,000, $65,000, or above that you are not managing a group of people. Like, it don't work like that. I don't care if it's two people. You are, you are at, so when you're paying that kind of money, it's leadership. When you ask to make seven, like six figures, $100,000 or whatever, what you're pay, getting paid for now is responsibility. Like, I ain't understand this before. So if you're making $100,000 or more, somebody's paying you to be totally responsible. Like, the buck stops here. Like, that's what you're getting right, paid for. Right, you right. get paid for the buck stops here. Let me tell you, see, I didn't understand this at first. Like, I get it now. So I just hired somebody that's doing administrative work. Like you making phone calls, you getting um, flights for like, you know, you're doing whatever. Like you taking care of all of your set. Like they're getting paid 30 some thousand dollars, no more than 40 with an option of you can do this and that. I realize if you're doing clerical work, you getting a clerical check. Like mm. it, it, it doesn't make you a bad person. But if you don't, if you're not over nobody, if you can't get in trouble when something ain't getting done, you feel me? You getting paid 40, 40 some thousand dollars. You, you, you're not taking no responsibility. You getting 60, 70. I need you at least to be able to be over a couple people. Like I need you to at least be able to take three or four people off my hands where I don't have to deal with them. You making a hundred thousand dollars or more. Like you should say, Hey, Deion Sanders, don't throw that ball over here. Cause I'm going to pick six that sucker. I'm taking it to the house. I'm, I'm like whoever your best player is, Jerry Rice. I'm checking him one on one. I promise you, you're not about to get two, three hundred yards today off of me. You, if you get 50 yards, you'll be doing something. And so for those of you who are listening, either you are an employee or you're employer. I just want to give you the hookup. 30, 40. All you're doing is get all you're doing is hourly work. You're doing stuff. That's what you're getting paid for. 70, 60, 70 ish. You should be managing somebody, taking somebody off my hands. You should be able to tell that person, like replicate, duplicate. Here are the things we need you to do to take this coming to the next level. But if you're making six figures, bruh, you should be like, hey, if it get if it get printed, I edit it, cut it, it ain't coming out with nothing, or it's very small. If I'm over this project, it ain't no whatever. Because here's the deal. I told I told them, this is why I'm telling you this. Because if you're doing it at 60, 70, some thousand, and I got to hire somebody else to do it too, what, what am I paying for? What am I paying you for if now I got to pay somebody else to help doing what you was doing? And if you're getting six figures or above, I got to pay somebody. I'm like, yo, it don't make sense. So, I'm, so what I'm doing now, for those of you listening, I got Tiffany Haynes who's helping me. She gets a percentage. So now I don't got to pay you health insurance. She taking care of her own health insurance. I don't have to worry about um, 401k. She take care of her own 401. Like she like, look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat what I kill. I got it. I'm gonna go out here and get you some gigs. I'm gonna do some stuff for corporate that you never thought you could do. We're gonna open up the consulting board for you, and I feel very comfortable. And here's what I told that supervisor. And she decided. I'm not gonna say what she decided, but what she decided was the lowest I feel you could go on a percentage board. And I told her. She's still going to make more than most of the people who work for me because she's going out here and create with, with, with the small percentage she's asking for. She's still probably going to make more than 90 percent of the other people that work for us. Why? Because she's going out there and generating it where I got somebody who 
is not creating it. She's creating opportunities for me, then creating opportunities on top of opportunities, then making sure that I keep those opportunities for years to come. You know what I'm saying? And yet I don't got to give her health insurance. I'm going to give her this. I'm going to give her that because she's got a hunter mentality. But there will be people who work for me who not doing that same thing and be like, where's my raise? So it's just a different mentality, bro. But I'm just trying to tell y'all, if you make, if you saying to your boss, you want to make six figures, you need to be looking up leadership stuff and you need to be taking leadership courses. And what you need to be able to do for your supervisor is say, yo, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take a chunk yeah, of your uh, it's, challenges. It's, it's math, though. It's math. I'm not no, trying to be funny. Math. It's math. It's not it's math. It's a math equation. Like, the okay, you have, like you said, you bring, the, uh, bruh, even if you clerical, like you have, okay, so let's say you clerical and you're doing 30 grand, you need to at least be worth 30 grand in terms of taking this off my plate Absolutely. so I can make more than 30 grand. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, that's why I don't, I, I promise you, bro, one of the, <laughs> I do not get romantic with ideas, with, with things, like it, bottom line, like it is a business. Now we run a very family type business and I'm not tripping on that. that like at the end of the day, I'd rather have people I can trust than to be trying to throw people in there who, you know, could possibly burn us. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, both would be great. And I think we have great. And we got a great team. This is not the dog anybody on our team. But I think the difference is you get caught up. Six figure, like, I can honestly say, I generate more than I take. There's no question. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just being real. Like, I, if I take more than I generate, now we're going to be upside down. And so you just have to look at yourself and say, what am I worth? Like, what am I worth in the open market? Like, if I was to go do this myself as an entrepreneur, let's say bump that. I'm quitting the company. I'm going to do this myself. Am I getting paid my worth? Like, whatever whatever you pay yourself now on the open market, if you were an entrepreneur, could you get that for yourself? And if the right. answer is yes, then cool. That's you key. deserve a raise. I'm sorry. Go yeah, for it. That's key. No, 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 no. I, I, I said, hey, man, I wasn't saying You see nothing. what I'm saying? I like, as an entrepreneur, like, if you were an entrepreneur, could you get this in the open market? So if I'm paying you 70 grand, cool. If you were to go do this on your own, like, okay, let's say you had the business set up and everything and somebody was to just pay you for exactly what you're doing, would you be earning that particular amount? Would you be earning more? Would you be earning less? If you say in the open market, I can go out there and make six figures, there's a different, as he's saying, there's a different skill set you have to have, a different mastery level, and I talked about that extensively over the weekend, but there's a different mastery level that you must command if you're going to earn six figures, because six figures means that you're generating quite a bit. My wife was working for GE, making six figures. Trust me, she was probably generating five to 10 times that. Like, I'm just being real. I used to be looking at Candace like, yo, we get beat. She was working at GE, making six figures, right? I'm, I'm, I'm getting the amount, but whatever. She's making six figures. She happened, because she's in what, finance, accounting, I don't know, I'm, don't forgive me. I remember one time she caught a, a mistake that literally saved the company a couple million and she got a $250 gift card. Oh, wow. I'm just being real. Wow. Like, like, they were like, yo, this is amazing. Hey, like, called a meeting. Hey, oh, my God. Like, everybody was talking about it. $250 uh, Visa gift card. Wow. I'm just saying. She was generating way more for them then they were actually paying her. And that, and, and I'm not, and I'm going to be real. Y'all know how we are. I'm like, sometimes, hey, if you could just come in and create an opportunity and, and, and equal out, 
I'm willing to be like, cool. You know what I'm saying? You come on, provide an opportunity. But it has to be equal. So that was my first point. And E, you could, or Carl, if you want to add anything to yeah, that. I'll go back real quick to the food chain thing. So, so on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, of course, execution is the highest. And why? Because if you try to fix the mass that is cancerous in my breast, but you don't fix it, I still got cancer. So the fact that you came in and did surgery, you had your whole team there. It was the best hospital. You had the best, um, I, I guess, uh, medical equipment money could buy, best facility, best workers. But I still got cancer. Then I'm not trying to be funny. See, you, the effort is not going to help me. I still got cancer. Mm -hmm. But if you're able to do your thing because you told me like, yo, if we did this and this and that. We believe we could get it. All right, good. You gave me another 20, 30 years of my life. Was it worth the $80,000 I had to spend you to go spend and do all of this for my insurance company? Whatever I had to pay, of course it is. But if I have to pay all of that and I still didn't make it for three weeks after you finished doing surgery, come on, bro. Like, come mm. on. Like, I want y'all to see it like that. Like that. And I think a lot of people don't see that. So what a lot of people see is like, yo, you got to give me some effort for being our best hospital. You got to give me some effort for it being the best medical facility. Like you got to give me the best. You got to give me something for it being the best team. Like you got to give me something for bringing you in at eight o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? And doing the surgery. You know, you got to give me something for that. No, I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't pay for you to try. I paid for you to do what you told me you could do because I could have went to another doctor. I could have went to another facility. This is what you told me. You told me. That if I came to this university, we're going to go to the final four. You didn't tell me we're going to try to go to the final four. You told me that we had a chance to go to the final four and win the, win the championship. And I've been there for four years and we didn't even go to the, we didn't, we didn't even make it to the playoffs. You, you feel me? But you told me what we did 10 years ago. No, you told my parents when you sat on the couch that I would have a chance to win the national title, that I would be on TV on a reg, that scouts would see me. And that they, I would go to the pros. That's what you told me. So if it, if it don't work out, whatever else you tell me, it doesn't really matter the excuses that you give me. Me and my mom and my dad chose this university based on the stuff you promised me in the living room. That's why we came. We had other options, but you told me we was going to do X, Y, and Z. So I don't, I don't really care why it didn't work out. I just know we didn't go. I didn't get a chance to go to the league. I'm fighting for a chance to play in Italy. You feel me? And so I just want people to understand, like I say, tell the C. I don't, I'm not mad at nobody either. I want you to make as much as you want to make. Hmm. I do. But I've had to do better in terms of PhD, certification, oh, no learning what I, where I messed no up question. so I can do better as a speaker. I'm out here getting these gigs. You feel me like you can't be mad at me because I'm making a lot of money. I'm also doing the stuff that I have to do to get better. I got certified so that I could now start doing not just keynotes, but consultation. And I don't necessarily know if I've always dreamed of being a consultant. Oh, but I definitely love the 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 what as CJ calls it, you know, the re, uh, the work reward uh, ratio, I, you know, because I could go hard for the Boys and Girls Club. I don't know that I'm going to necessarily get the same type of uh, work reward ratio at the boys and girls club. It don't make them bad or the school or elementary school up the street. That might be a volunteer boy. But when I do corporate and I'm able to change the way 
they communicate with each other and change the way they perform, then they give me a check that I think is worthy of that work that I did. So I, for those of you who are listening, I'm just telling oh, you, bro. no company that paid you. me 60000 want to hear I had a bad day. Didi and I had gotten into it. Oh. Uh, Jalen <laughs> uh, and I had a... They don't want to hear that. When Can they I give tell me that check... Something, fi- Can I tell you something? I, would, I promise you, if you could pay your mortgage with trying... I wouldn't even be a gorilla. <laughs> Bruh, right. I would be the most docile flamingo you ever seen and yeah. just be letting people live their best life. I promise you. As soon as like, yo, if you could call your mortgage company and just be like, hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, this is CJ. Listen, man, you would not believe how hard I tried yeah. this month. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. got up. I was listening yeah. to ET videos from 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. to 6 a.m. I worked yeah. out. I yeah. ate right. I went to my job. I had a positive act. Like, yo, if you could actually... Use that as currency in the U.S., I promise you, bro, I'd be so chill. I wouldn't I wouldn't get on nobody's case. I wouldn't hold nobody accountable. I wouldn't tell nobody about themselves. I wouldn't hold my own self accountable to the level I hold my own self accountable. But unfortunately, we live in America, doggone it, and everything costs. It caught co- Water costs, doggone it. Hmm. <laughs> water costs. You got to pay for water. And you think you're going to just go through it? Oh, oh I'm trying. I'm, it, it was this person's fault. And I think e, that's what people get confused. Is like, dog, it is either you executed or you didn't. And when you talk about your own skill set on the open market, be honest with yourself. I'm not mm. tripping. And here go the thing. If you hear this and you're discouraged, there's probably a reason you're discouraged. If you really hear this and you know you, you, you feel cut because you feel like it's directed towards you, it's really an opportunity for growth to go, okay, where are the gaps and how can I begin to elevate to that level? Because I wasn't always a six-figure earner. I didn't always know how to go get the big checks. I tell you, like, I love it. I promise you. I'm not trying to be funny. It's so, like, we will have people, like, who, like, oh, he play favorites with C. I'm like, yo, it's the, it is the funniest thing, like, he just like think I'm like handsome and just like, oh, see, it's the golden child. <laughs> uh, e. He's the tallest. <laughs> okay. I don't want to say it because I'm not, I promise y'all, y'all know this ain't, we, we don't get down like that. I sent E a picture of a check that's that he's a part of for well over six figures last week. He don't like me because I'm cool, because I'm funny and I tell jokes on the podcast. Like, bro, I've been producing for a lot, since, since we met, I've been producing, period, point blank. We have been produced. Carl has been producing at a high level. Carl been producing for a long time. Carl was in the lab doing them videos that got us going. Carl was taking care of BU. He was making sure everything was rough. Like, that's production. That's not the golden child. Please. I wish I could just get the golden child. If that was the case, let me tell you something. If he was going off just pure homie friendship, we probably never even would have met. And I'm in E. I don't want... we, We was... With your people this weekend, you got friends that far supersede. <laughs> okay, let me get the other insurance check. <laughs> hey, we about to write a bunch of them this week. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you got homies. You wasn't, you didn't, bro. I promise you, we didn't meet, and you was just like, "Yo, see, so cool." I just want to take him under my wing. We just gonna make millions together. That wasn't, that was never the case. What we understood is we're in each other's lives because we can produce at an extremely high level and benefit each other at an extremely high level. Now, that may have turned into a brotherhood. That may have turned into something. But don't for a second get it twisted and think that, oh, okay, I'm just, 
you know, we just sitting around lollygagging and it ain't what we used to laugh. Remember, we used to laugh at Candace and Didi all the time. Like, oh, y'all always on the phone. <laughs> oh, OK, yeah, we on the phone. I'm talking about five hours a day. Yep, you right. It's a whole lot of production coming out on all them phone calls. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole lot of money coming out on phone calls. You think for a second our wives would be looking at us like joking about it? Like, Didi still be joking. Like, uh, it, it, CJ, it's your husband calling Eric. You know what I'm saying? Like. They still joking, but guess what? It They know. You know what I'm saying? They understand. Okay, they producing at a high level. They understand that. And so for me, like I said, I was just frustrated this week because I'm like, yo, I'm not even mad. Like, I love the audacity and I love the, 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 the forethought. And the person wasn't even trying to be like, you ain't paying me enough. They wasn't even like that. They were just like, oh, okay, I think I'm ready to go to the next level financially. And so all I said is there are some things that go with that that you have to do. I can't give you the raise and I can't do the raise for you. And so that was my first point. My second point that I wanted to make is, and I'm still not 100% sure on this, so I'm looking for y'all to shed some light on this. What do you do? Okay, let me say this. Okay. In the case of my, my boy who's the chef, right? He technically did everything right. He was like, yo, I got up early. I had all my ingredients. I cooked, the food was ready, smoking hot, phenomenal, ready to go. At the time it was supposed to be ready to go, I got the contract, I did everything, and somebody else didn't come through. So how do you succeed when your destiny is tied to somebody else doing what they're supposed to do, if that makes sense? If you're in a job or you have a company or you have whatever, and I, I, I'll, I'll tell you how, what I think about that. But again, I'm going to let y'all get in. I'm way too passionate yeah. right now because I really want people to understand this yeah, execution thing. Get Carl a crack at it. He ain't, had, he ain't been able to yeah, say no, that. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I got you. No, no, I was letting. Oh, I, I felt y'all passion. I didn't want to mess it oh, up yeah, while I'm looking at palm trees. I ain't had the same passion looking at palm trees. No, 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 right you don't, Carl. You good. You already executed. <laughs> That's why you where you at. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, no, no. and you gave yourself a raise. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> Hear what I just said. Carl gave himself a raise. <laughs> you dig? Like he he did what he had to do to get to Barbados for a month and chill and work when he want to do, right? Or, or work work when he wants to. So e. You're, okay, quickly, because I don't want to go in the soapbox and we got to get out of here. Your success tied to somebody else. My man did everything he was supposed to do. Dude didn't come through. What would you have said to him? Oh, I don't know. Carl said. I'm going to so, no, tell no, my no, part in a minute. Yeah, I got you. I was going to say, see, so here, here's that. Yep. This is so, super, super simple. Be careful who your success is tied to. And I mean, that may sound crazy to people. But when you say 9.30, see a podcast. When he said 3.30, I got a flight at 6. We got to do the podcast at 3.30. Dude, we are there. Like, it's that simple. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, we could do the podcast at noon or something when he land. But it's like, if you're going to tie your whole success, your family, your mortgage to somebody, like, dude, unless it was life-threatening, like, he, he, just to be real, see, if he couldn't make it at 3.30, 9.30, we knew. You see what I'm saying? Like, what, whatever the circumstances, we knew with enough time that we can make an adjustment. You see what I'm saying? So if there's something that serious going on, dude, and I don't know that... Uh, stuff could happen. I'm sure, dude, stuff can happen. I get it. You could get stuck in traffic, dog, on it for an hour and a half. It could happen. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, yo, we got to be able to communicate. Like, okay, I am leaving about 30 minutes late. Here's a contingency. Here, You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to be careful who your success is tied to because at the end of the day, like, for real, they could, it could... It's out of your hand. That part is out of your hands. And your mortgage payment, like you said, isn't. So yep. you can't give no, that no all out. No question, it's not. 
Yeah, you can't get that to my man, whoever the other person was. And I think about, again, Kawhi Leonard, you know, mm. was tied to Toronto's success. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. And I think that's a huge – I think that's 50% of it. The other one I was going to say, Carl, is make sure that you know the people who are tied to your success, what they're supposed to be doing, and you make sure you cover what they're supposed to be doing or don't get in or don't get in the bed with them if you can't cover it. Right, right. So I, ne- right. I, so I never I, – like I, I'm doing a podcast right now. I, I told my daughter I was going to be at the doctor's office with her because she had a procedure that she's a little nervous about, and I just brought my equipment, and I'm in the car now. I was with my wife, my daughter. I couldn't go to the back room. My wife went back. I got my equipment in the car. I'm doing it from the car. So if y'all hear a little sound or whatever, I'd rather for you to hear the sound and I execute than for you not to hear the sound because there's something C needs to get done. So it's like, let's do it today at this particular time. I missed my call with the Charlotte Hornets this morning, but I did miss my connect with y'all. Why? With because my success is connected. <laughs> yeah, my, 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 my success is tied to y'all's success. As of today, my success has not begun to be connected to the Charlotte Hornets' success right now. Does that make sense? Like we mm. haven't started. We 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 that's want heavy. we want to work together, but we haven't started yet. This is something that's been going on for years, and so I have to know. Okay, C need this. Carl need this. What do I need to do? So even if Carl can't come through or C can't get on the podcast, I already got a podcast. I'm already ready. If Carl can't get on, C can't get on. I'm already ready to put this joke on my back. And and if I got to do it on the solo because something happened to both of them, oh, we going to get this podcast out. And we've had times where it's been rough, but we like, yo, we going to get this podcast out. So that's the second one. And let me tell you, let me give you an example. So we just released the book that's going to change every individual that has to deal with young adults, teenagers, young adults. The book, you ain't the boss of me. This book is going to change. Anybody that's got to deal with young adults, 12 years old, older, you have to deal with them. And you like, yo, I don't know how to deal with my son. I don't know how to deal with my daughter. I don't know how to deal with these students. Like, I don't know how to deal with them. This book is going to help you. I guarantee that. Right. The illustrator, dope, Daryl uh, Barnes, Dab 7 Studios. Listen to me. The bomb diggity. He did uh, illustration for Toby, other people. This dude is the bomb diggity. But I know he's a high C, Carl. I know he's mm. a high C. So I already know what that means. While yeah. the artwork is going to be phenomenal, he's a perfectionist. Yeah. So I already know Time if he told him. you it's going to take two weeks, give yeah. it two months. I'm just being real. And I'm not saying that he's a slacker or he a procrastinator because he's not. What he is is, yo, when I do this for E, he's Carl it's going to have to started be life TGIM the first time. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, Carl, I didn't go. Well, I'm, a, I'm not going. I went two months early. I didn't go flamingo. I didn't go high eye. Like, I can be spontaneous and wait till the last minute. Nope. I gave my man. Then my editors, Carl. You know my editors. Mm. Susan Clark. Chuck. Uh, Aaron, like, Junior. You know what's going to happen. The editors always going to see something. And so I'm like, look, two months early, I gave them uh, deadlines, which I knew they weren't going to meet, but I knew that the deadline <laughs> was going to at least get them a deadline, if that makes sense. Right. So if I don't give like a deadline, that's a month. Family. If the party started at six, <laughs> you tell them it started at five so that they're at <laughs> six. Ready to, you know what I'm saying? You, you, I'm just uh, being real. T- they're, yeah. they're perfectionists. And perfectionists, 
aren't worried about time. They're no. worried about, yo, when this sucker come out, it can't be no errors. We mm. can't, we can't. It, here, here's what I love about, so the, so the D and the I, yo, we're going to do it, and we're going to put that thing out, whether it's ready or not, and we'll deal with whatever uh, we have to deal with later. Done be perfect when perfect ain't done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> make the, and, but, make but watch it right this. after. Yeah, what I love about the C, if the C do it right, they measure twice, they cut once. They measure twice, they cut once, bro. That's, and, and, and I'm talking about when they get the chance to do that, not only do they do it, but ain't no cleanup afterwards. Ain't no cleanup. Ain't no mess. So I was like, yo, E, put them in that position. Two months in advance. Ours got it done. Whatever, whatever. Gave it to Jeremy. Shout out to uh, Spirit Rain. He was like, look, I'll have you the digital boy next week, Wednesday, which is probably like the 17th or something. And I'll have the next one to you in three weeks. You'll have it two or three weeks in advance before school starts to give it to those schools that you're working with. So, bruh, I'm telling you, what I've learned is you got to know who you're working with, like Carl said, and then you got to put who you're working with in the best okay, position. Okay, so because my job is to play devil's advocate on this podcast, um, what about situations where, you know, you may um, may not be in control of your teammates or you have good teammates that just drop the ball. Like I'm thinking about a relay race. Let's say I'm running the fourth leg and they drop the baton on the exchange from second to third. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Like it was that's nothing once, I though, could see? do. You know what I mean? But that's once though, see? We ain't, ain't nobody tripping off of once. We have never had a problem mm. off of once. We've never, mm. you, 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 you'll never lose your company off of once. It never happens like that. But doggone it, you drop that baton, I swear to you, I'm holding you accountable. I'll be out there myself. You ain't out there by yourself uh, on your own. I'm running and we the whole will all, We will all be running that joker. Um, how many times did we run it when you dropped it? A hundred. Okay, we're gonna run it three hundred now. We will put mm. you in a position where you will never drop that doggone thing again. And then after we do three hundred and you drop it, coach, we need somebody else, coach. Flat out. Mm. I had this conversation with you. See, I'm like you a gorilla. I'm not. I I I, I don't have the I don't have the skill set to do that. Now, if that's what you want to do, you're a gorilla. You can do it. Like you have the you you have the muscle to do that. I don't have it. So I'm not mad at you, but I gave you three chances. I can't give you the fourth one. Because why? We all win or lose off of what we do. So I want to put you in the best position. I want to put you in a position that you know when you do that, you're gonna get it done. You're gonna win. I'm not gonna put you in a position no more where I gotta wonder if you're gonna be able to come through or not. I'm not gonna do that. You, you, I told y'all, man, the reason why I wasn't pissed at Jalen about them shorts, them shirts, I should not have asked a high D or a high I to do a doggone C job. That was a C job. He had to be at a specific place at a specific time. I, why did I even ask him and to do that in the first place? a specific way. <laughs> For, why should I? Why, I was the one that fought, see? Why did I ask a D to do a C job? Why did I ask an I to do a C job? Why? Because... I was on, well, as he's available. It's my son. Almost like this entitled spirit. He owes this to me. No, mm. you shouldn't have done that. I should have called my boy Brown. The, the, the dude that's like, you know, like a sheriff who like, E, I got you. I pick you up whenever you need to get picked up. I take you where you need to go. Like he, they act as almost if they're my, you know, like my, um, uh, grounds crew when I'm there. I should ask him. He's 50 some years old, been a sheriff for 30 some years. Bruh, he's mad, uh, structural. I should have asked him to do it. I should have told Jalen maybe to get him the shirts, 
But my man would have met me wherever in any a sheriff. He could have parked wherever he wanted to park. <laughs> I blew it. I blew it. It was not Jalen's fault. I asked, I asked a wide receiver to be a quarterback. Shame on me. And that's mm. the second part. Carl did the first one, pick the right people, hold them accountable. But if you're a leader and you got the wrong people in the wrong, right people in the wrong position, then that's your fault. Mm. Mm. Cut them. You give them one chance, okay, then they tell you they want another one. You give them another one, they can't do it. Stop letting them beg you to do it again. Please, can I do it again? No. But can we put you somewhere where you're going to shine? Absolutely. So Jalen's doing the camps, killing it, killing it. That's a D.I. role. You just need to execute on that boy. But you got the other people doing registration. You got somebody who is the, the coaches, the, somebody who's doing the speaking. Yo, all you got to do is, is head it out. So Jalen killing that. So you got, y'all got to stop giving people five, six chances because they beg you for another chance. I can't beg, I can't beg you to do something that I'm not qualified to do. Or I'm not gifted at doing. Find out what their superpower is and put them in their spot and let them go. So y'all don't have to have these kind of conversations. And then what C said about Carl is that now what you do is you don't have to say, like I heard Carl say on the last podcast, okay, even when me and my family come back, we starting a business. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I already, I left like, oh, I already got an idea. If y'all serious, I already know with the work I'm doing in schools, what one of the businesses that I believe that you might start or I know you can start. I already got a hookup where I just contract you out and let you do the work. I got the contract. I got the schools. You can come in and do. You see what I'm saying? It's different mm -hmm. than it's different than now. I owe you a check, Carl, or I got to yeah. make sure I work hard so I can make sure you get your check. Now is, oh, I got an opportunity that I can give you and you like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a run with that joint. So right. then I got another, I'm waiting on uh, a contract today that I hope that goes through. And if it goes through, it's like, they told me, we don't want to do it the way you usually do it. We want a separate uh, consulting for the D, for the I, the S and the C. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, if you want to see in my mind, I'm thinking, hey, Carl, I told you months ago to start a call. It was a reason why I told you to start it. It looked like you started it and you know what you're doing. Why don't you just go ahead and take the S's and make sure that with the company, I don't got to worry about the S's now. You feel me? That's different, though, than I'm responsible for making sure I work hard and I give you a cut of my check. Mm. And all mm. you got to do is sit there waiting on the check. You feel me like that's different or you give 70 percent, but I got to give 120. But when it's I'm going to get 120 and get the opportunity now I'm give you the opportunity, Carl. Now you got a 120 that joker because it's in your hand. Now it don't got nothing to do with me. I'm not responsible for that division. It's a different game, y'all. And a lot of y'all are stressed out in your company's CEOs because you're putting the wrong people in the wrong. You got the right people, but you're putting them in the wrong positions. And it's not their fault that you drafted them number one and you got them as a wide receiver when they should be a quarterback. It's not their fault. They just geek to be on the team. They getting a check. They, and they might even want to, they might even want to go wide out because they did the wide out in high school. But that's not what we need right now. We need your, your superpower is a quarterback. We need you to be a leader. We need you to take over this team and get this team to the Super Bowl. So I would say, if you ask me, leaders, I'm putting the, I'm putting the onus on you. Carl put it on the, on those of you who are working for a company. I'm putting it on the leaders saying, make sure that you know, that these balls could be dropped and you put the right people in and, it, and then you give some, you give a net 
that if Carl can't do it, then you can jump in and do it. Know what, know where the ball could drop. So if the ball does drop there, you already got a contingency plan. Yeah, no question. I got you. Yep. I think that's probably, uh, you know, what's so funny. We sitting here talking. I'm like, yep, man, that is extremely hard to find. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, <laughs> I, it's just the hardest part is, is, you know, what's Josh quote? Business is easy. People are hard. People you know what I'm saying? Oh. Like Josh said, business is easy. People are hard. It's true, man. It's like, man, trying to get people to that next level and get on the same page. It's just humans. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just you know, it, it's hard to do, which is why, you know, the chemistry that we've built as a team and the squad, um, you know, is I think one of the most underrated aspects of what we do, right? Just the ability to to vibe off one another and trust that, you know, we gonna, we gonna you know, everybody gonna put up points. So um, yeah, not easy to do. All right, um, let's transition a little bit. What, uh, what, what, what kind of time you got, E? I know you got, uh, Oh, you got the fam in the car now? You can just say it, though. You ain't got to text me. You know what I'm saying? The people, the people gave up on us being like a sophisticated podcast a long, a long time, time ago. ago. You know what I'm saying? You can just uh, t- take us off mute, though, because I know you talk. Yeah, he talking like, right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, real quick, while he's doing that, I want to tell you what else you need to take off mute. You know what I'm saying, Carl? Mm, get what? that organic and ganify. Some of y'all on mute with organify and they heard from. Trying to give it to from. my daughter. Yeah, um, hey, I'm trying to get my daughter to get on that, y'all. But uh, so, oh yeah, so no doubt. Organify, no, no man, our, uh, the sponsor for this podcast. You guys know it. You hear it every week. Organify the superfood green juice powder that has the whole squad pumped up, feeling like Popeye. Eon swole over there, lifting, going crazy. <laughs> the good swole, not the bad swole, not the bad swole. Um, and he's on that Organifi daily, man. So uh, make sure you check us out, man. Go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code SUCCESS, man. Got the the, the products are there. Uh, man, they got the protein. They got, you know, the red, the green, um, you know, the gold. E, e, which one? Are you still on the gold? Which one are you on now? Yeah, I had the gold last night. I asked my son to make me a um, concoction, and he, uh, he, 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 he did the gold boy like a tea. And the and you still on the pier during the day or what? Um, I, I do the pier. Did he did he mix them up? Did he got the did he got a little thing that she does? I have to get on a podcast mm. one day. She call it a cocktail. Mm. I have to let her explain why she does it the way she does it. Now, Carl, if you get if the feedback if you get feedback, this is how much I love y'all on the podcast. I was in the car with the windows up, doors closed. I don't know what the degrees. temperature was. Now, easily, Carl, so it wouldn't be any noise. Right. It wouldn't be any. It, you couldn't hear the AC blowing. But my wife is in the car now. So mm, the, D, hey, the high D gorilla is in here. So the <laughs> so the so the AC is definitely on and popping. So if they hear the noise, you'll know what the why, why the noise came in an hour later. All right, no problem. Uh, we'll get we'll get through this thing. So Organifi.com O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I promo code success. Get like us, man. Get get that regiment going, man. Get that healthy regiment going. Shout out to Organifi. Right, hey, let um, me, before you go, see, let me say, E, I sent you a text this morning. See, I sent it to you, but like, I just want y'all to know that we're not playing with the sponsors that we bring. Like, there's another company that reached out to us. They want to sponsor. They want E to do this little program. And I'm like, yo, we're not doing it until we go through it. They're like, well, you know, do you have some people that could go through it? I'm like, absolutely. We're not putting it out here until we go through it ourselves. So when C said Organifi, when we do HelloFresh, like, for real, for real. E, oh, I got is, the HelloFresh. Shout out to HelloFresh, too, man. Um, oh, you got theirs, yeah. I had my last week, man. Again, yeah. 
Yeah. We had the cheesy chicken enchiladas. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Fresh, man. For those of you, for real, man, you hear Carl do the read. For those of you out there and you may be a little um, either uh, 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 incapable or just not quite, you know, the, the right, skilled right, chef right. you need to be, Hello Fresh is the biggest cheat code ever. Like, ever. ever. Like, yo, you uh. literally cannot mess it up. They you give can. you exactly the right amount. They give you the exact ingredients, and like it is step by step. And I promise you, it will have you making dishes that your family will be like, "Yo, there's no way you cook this." And I'm gonna be real. I was skeptical at first when we started with Hello Fresh because I'm like, "Yo, they about to send this stuff through. It's about to be bland. You know what I mean? Right, it's not right. not gonna not be at you know, all. rich, bro. I promise you, the flavors are incredible. Jamal, I know Maul and Camille, his family, they use it like three, four times a week. Hey. I know the girls cook it. It is incredible. So shout out to HelloFresh, too. Marshall texted me this week, and Marshall's like, yo, you just messed up on one thing. I was like, what's up? He's like, I've been rocking with y'all. Um, I started doing the HelloFresh, and he's like, bruh, me and my wife started doing it together. We had a blast. But he's like, what happened by the third time I got it is that my wife no longer in the kitchen. <laughs> mm. He said, now, now he, she realized ah. that it's something so simple that I could do it on my own. He's like, yo, she left ah. me on the solo. Now I'm preparing dinner for the family, and she upstairs. While, he said, she upstairs taking a nap while I'm cooking. He's like, you did not let me oh, know that it. part. So, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no question. Uh, what's give them our promo code for uh, HelloFresh? So HelloFresh.com and use the promo code Success Eight Zero Eight Zero Success Eighty. Yep, Success Eighty. Um, all right, let's take a quick question. If you got time, I know y'all probably. I got going. nothing but time. I'm just worried about driving. Oh, don't and worry the sound about driving. Being bad. You know no, you're good. Okay, if yeah, you I'm crash, good. at least it would be doing the, what you love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> On the podcast, I had a question. Shoot, I, I missed it. Shoot, where is it? Um, oh, did I already do this one? Uh, Rachel in Washington said, "What is the corniest thing any of you have ever done to win a girl's heart?" Mm. I, I ain't so did nothing long. corny. I, I done did a lot of things, but nothing corny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Carl and E definitely did some corny stuff. Diddy, what did I do corny to you to date you? Or or pre-Diddy when you were like eight, you know what I'm saying? Oh, she said I lied and told her I only thought of her on two occasions. Mm. <laughs> she didn't oh. know it was a song because she was a Christian. Oh. And she wanted hey, to the world. That was a bar. That's day. Yeah. And night. And night. <laughs> yeah, but she was a Christian. She wasn't listening to secular music. She oh. found out later from a friend. Oh, so she didn't know what it, it meant. Bar. Yeah, she told somebody I said it. And they told her that it was Babyface. Oh, you were a beast. Oh, Babyface said on two occasions, that's day and night. Yeah, Hey, wow. I, don't, I don't know if it's corny, E, but... See, one of the things that I did... This was back in... I was in high school. One of the things mm -hmm. that I did, and this was playing into my S.E., I played into my true S, my S and C personality type. But yep. dude, when I tell you I scripted, you know, you ever you ever did like a treasure hunt? Like I scripted out an entire mm. conversation. Like I had to script, like, yo, it was like chess. So if she plays here, this is my move. If she plays here, bruh, when I tell you I scripted, so I don't know if it's corny per se, but I I went into a phone call, scheduled it. It was about 30 minutes long, and I had the exact script, bruh, to make sure that I, hey, I was making sure I was going to close at the end of that call. So I had my script planned out. Okay, so, uh, yeah, what was the script? And, and, uh, where did it, and where did it lead? You know what I'm hey, saying? All of us says that the script worked. <laughs> I, I don't remember what the script was at this point, but the script worked. <laughs> It worked. That's all I can tell oh, okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. See, Carl. Yeah. Careful out there. 
careful out there in the dose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it sounded like it ended with GMG, the way he uh, said right. Hey, hey. The script worked out. The script worked all the way all out. All right. Well, on to uh, more G-rated things. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, for once, I want to be the, you know what I'm saying? The one to bring us back. You know what I'm saying? Get us back on the track. Um, so, nah, definitely, definitely not corny, but I used to be, uh, I used to make, um, like mixtapes, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. you sit by the radio and wait for a couple of little slow jams to come on, and you'll record them all on the tape. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, little D'Angelo, one twelve. You know what I'm saying? I used to just record them up, and then you see, you know, a, a young lady who you were vibing with, and uh, you know, you just walk over with the cassette tape, and you just be like, "Hey, do me a favor when you get home, just pop that in." You know what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing crazy. And they would just listen Apple to music it. when we was growing up. See? Oh, bro, Apple you couldn't make a playlist. That was oh, a playlist. Man. That was the first right. playlist. You know what I'm saying? Man. You had to sit by the radio and wait for your jam to come on and, <laughs> and hit record and hope my man wasn't like, hey, WQHHJ. You're right. like, ah, man, come on. I don't need to hear all of that. You blowing my vibe. So definitely that. And then definitely, I told y'all, I think we talked about it before, but on Valentine's Day, um, was I had to be very strategic. So the night before, you know, you would write out all your Valentines and then, you know, it may be one or two in the class who you was really feeling. And you could get off your shot without having to be judged. That's what, what was so great about Valentine's Day. Like you could have the one that be, I, I would I would be aggressive. I would I would like if the cute girl I was writing her name like and then the Valentine say, I want you. You know what I'm saying? And they'd be like, all right. Now, if she wasn't feeling you, she'd be like, oh, he gave me I want you. You'd be like, man, I didn't even look at that. I just wrote everybody's <laughs> name on it. But if she was feeling you and she saw the I want you, boy, then you mm. was like, oh, you know, I shot a shot and it landed. So that was definitely a strategy. And then you made sure with the girls you knew you didn't want nothing to do with. Theirs was like... You're a splendid friend. You know what I'm saying? You just kind of hit them with the, like, don't even, don't even think about it. So, um, but yeah, no, so nothing corny. I, I was smooth back in the day. I, I've been, uh, yeah, I, I've been, I've been smooth. Since the days um, of under rules. Since the day of Papa been smooth. Mm. Um, all right, uh, let's go. There was another one I saw in here. Da -da -da. Oh. Uh, Landon said, first of all, let me say this is the best podcast in the world. I literally can't wait till it drops every week. You guys almost had me running off the road. You guys are so hilarious. Hey, Landon, did anybody tell you we only read negative stuff on this podcast? <laughs> Stop trying to big us up and have our haters thinking we might be making a comeback. Uh, that being said, I have a question. If the three of you were lost in the woods, what would be everyone's exact role in helping you get out? Mm. Oh, I'd be encouraging us. I'd be encouraging us that we can get out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's, this is a funny question. So answer this individually. Carl first. You give all three roles and responsibilities in getting us out of the woods. Oh, got it. Uh, CJ is saying, let's go this way. I don't know which way it is, but he's already taking us some direction. E over here like, yep, that's probably a good way to go. Like, hey, did y'all remember E coming up with a story? Y'all remember the time? Like, E keeping the vibe? And I'm looking at the sun like, okay, which direction is the sun setting? Is CJ right? Hold on. I ain't going to say nothing yet. Mm. Okay, we did, did we pass this tree? Let me look for that little... Okay, this. let me break a branch on this side to make sure we're not going around in a circle. Uh, Carl yeah, tasting definitely. the sap off the tree. Like, nope, we didn't. <laughs> Not go buy a maple tree <laughs> on the way. Yeah. yeah. E, what's uh, our I'm role? Using that science. Yeah. E, what's our role? 
Yeah, Carl looking at the stars at night. I'm saying, <laughs> lining them jokers up, making sure the stars is lined up right. I'm like Carl said, I'm praying. You know what I'm saying? I got us in prayer. <laughs> I forgot to pray for I sure. He prayed. Yeah. Oh, no question. Asking the Lord to get us, help us to find out where we're going, see without a shadow of a doubt is bossing us around and <laughs> no telling doubt. us. Yeah, I'm, I'm pissed y'all forgot that. one main component of what C's doing. What's that? Uh, C holding some idiot accountable for getting us lost. <laughs> you know That's the first thing is I want you to feel terrible about having us out here. And I would probably say that E was the one who oh, got for us. for sure. E got us lost. No question there. about it. No question about it. Because he was it. running his mouth so much we forgot to look where we were at. You know what I'm saying? The phone battery died and the GPS didn't work. And so usually how this go is like, he'll be so confident in being wrong that I'll let him get his stuff off first. And then once he, once I realized that he realized that, remember when we were in Philly, he walked us around four miles going to Macy's and I promise you it was connected to the hotel. I said, E. Carl wasn't with us though. That was no, Carl wasn't with us. But um, Carl rolled, okay, Carl definitely would be on chill mode. Like, he not going to say nothing. Like, me and E would probably have, like, a little spat back and forth about, like, yo, E, I thought you said, and he going to be like, see, I told you. I was on the phone with D. I didn't even. And so we'll probably, you know, have a little beef there. And then um, I would be like, all right, I would probably tell Carl to start using his brain. Like, <laughs> hey, Carl, you smarter than us. Which way should we be going? And then me and E would probably just be arguing a little bit on the way back. And then uh, hopefully we'll get out safe. But that's a good question. Um, let me see. Ask ET. Do we got anything else? Um, uh, oh, if you had to pick one song to be the soundtrack in your life, what would it be? Laura in Kentucky. Pick a song. What song is the soundtrack of your life? I'm going to go with Many Men by 50 Cent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's something hard. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why, but it just sounds like you got haters and they trying to take you out and you still standing. I know what he going with. Fantasia. Oh, he, he going with, which Fantasia? I believe. Oh, oh yeah. no, no. I, won't I thought he that. was going to go with, what you had, see, Survivor? Uh, Destiny Child Survivor. Oh, no, no doubt. Survivor on that. <laughs> I believe. I'm going Fantasia. I believe. <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of what's the Stevie Wonder joint? Um, don't you worry about a thing. Mm, don't you worry? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, no, I'm with that. Uh yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh I probably if I had more time to think, I could come up with another one. But first one just you know what I'm saying? Many men. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 50 was... Oh, blood in my eye. <laughs> hey, 50 was you on one right see. there. Yeah, He was like, look, I got popped. I'm still here. So um, that's it, man. Thanks for the ask, ET. We got a bunch more, man. We ain't going to have time to get to them because I'm supposed to be on my office hours at 11. What office hours you asked? I'm glad you asked. Game changers. Listen. There's one thing I do exceptionally well in this world, and it's teaching people how to get to that next level in their uh, speaking career or they branding, whatever. That's like one of my skill sets, right? I don't have a lot of skill sets, but that just so happens to be one of them, all right? We got uh, people who have come through the program now, and I'm not trying to brag, but they are earning well over six figures 
to do their thing, man. And I am extremely, extremely proud of every single person that's come through Game Changers. The Game Changers program is on another level right now. So if you or somebody you know is interested in speaking, being a speaker, taking their speaking to the next level, looking to make a profit off of your passion, um, you need to join Game Changers, man. Most of our, our speakers are certified within four months. Um, so it's a, a very quick process to get certified by the number one speaker in the world, Eric Thomas. We literally took everything out of Ease Mind, My Mind, and put it in a book and put it into a program, man. And people are doing their thing now. One of our game changers, Sean Hart, uh, he sent me this. He said, man, I secured 17500 in a fatherhood speaking deal. Also secured a $2,500 deal uh, to speak. He said, man, thank you, ETA. Your practical advice is working. I just got a text from, shout out to Mike Nelson. Go check out Mike Nelson, who's just killing it. Yeah, he hit me up, yeah. Oh, he hit you today? Yeah, he hit me at 9.15 this morning and said, CJ, man, just wanted to say thanks. It's Mike Nelson. I just got off a call with a superintendent who covers two school districts. He found me, as you told me, to stay in my lane and make yourself known. He said, we agreed to do some work with uh, students over two days. Never in my wildest dream did I think I would have a superintendent reach out to me directly. All the stuff I learned in Game Changers has been and continues to work. Thanks. So we are getting real results from our Game Changers who are really going to the next level. We have coaches in the program, myself and E included, who have pretty much been there, done that, man. And uh, people are really having a great time and uh, going to the next level. Our next meetup is actually August 3rd and 4th, I believe, down here in beautiful Atlanta. Um, and you get a chance to get on stage in front of E, myself, and um, you know, speak to you know, your, your colleagues. And it is uh, hopefully something that you know, would be a life-changing experience just to get that information, man, and, and start making uh, either, if you love your job and you're just looking to make some you know, side money as a speaker or whether you're looking to exit from your job and do this as a full-time career, man. We got people who've done both. So go to ETA, uh, I'm sorry, etinspires.com uh, slash Game Changers. Is that the site? Make sure it's the site because I know we have uh, different sites, Carl, and that's not my skill set. But I know there's um, I know there's uh, another site, but I want to make sure we get e- them to correct. etagamechangers.com. Just do etagamechangers.com. ETAGameChangers.com. Please go to ETAGameChangers.com and sign up or sign up your loved one or family or friend. Uh, do it as a gift or something. So, um, cool. All right, um, Carl, tell them what else we got. We got a bunch of events coming up. Yes, sir. Y'all out here trying to get that blue check on Instagram. We about to give it to you in your life. You need to be at the Verified Conference. Listen to what mm-hmm. I'm saying. We're giving it to you in your life. Instagram going to call you to get you the blue check. <clears throat> we got QDZ out here, our boy Quincy, Toby, Karen Silva. We're bringing the crew out. Willie Moore Jr., of course, ETC. Like, we're bringing people out that are not just talented, but have out, like have learned how to use that talent to make an impact on the world. So you got a talent. You got a gift, man. It's time to get verified. So make sure you check that out. August 9th, the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, August 9th. And then, of course, we got the 1%. Y'all been seeing us talk about execution, execution, execution the entire year of 2019. The 1% event is just about that, teaching you how to go from just the regular jaw. And, and I don't mean to insult you, but you're regular in your finances right now. You're regular in your family right now. And it's enough of that. We're trying to take you to that level where, for real, you're excelling in every area of your life. That 1% lifestyle. So New York, August 23rd, 24th. And we're bringing it to you. You don't even have to come to us. New York, August 23rd and 24th, New Orleans, September 12th and 13th, and the DMV, D.C. area, October 5th and 6th. So you can check that out, et1percent.com. And last but not least, next year, 
2020 mm. on April 25th to May 1st. Riviera Maya. We are going to Mexico. We're taking we're taking our, our talents to Mexico next year, man. Just going to do our phenomenal life 2020 event, and you are all invited. Listen to what I'm telling y'all. All the stuff that we do on the podcast, everything, like we're doing it live and direct. You don't have to listen to it. You can interact with us. You can come hear all our sessions, everything that we have. I'll be honest. I think a lot of the content that y'all do for the year um, starts at Phenomenal Life. Like That's like almost like our breeding ground for a lot of the stuff that we do throughout the rest of the year, man. So you do not want to miss out on that. Again, it's April 25th to May 1st next year. Make sure y'all save in for that. We're about to have a blast, man. So check it out. Yeah, no, super pumped about that. We're going, uh, I'm going to check out another resort as well. And we, you know what I'm saying? We're just going to keep it going. We're going to keep this thing going for as long as uh, everybody, you know, wants to keep rocking with us. So I'm going to uh, make sure that we get the the best resort money can buy. And uh, excited about that as well. Um, let's see, uh, E, anything else to add? Um you uh you 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 how's the you, the diet going over there everything good we just want you know well you know what I, know. I, yeah you know what i love it because it's not even a diet hmm. you know it's not even like you you know what i'm saying it's not like you know on a diet you going without you like starving you know you're thinking about food you know this is pretty this is pretty easy you know what i'm saying i will say uh probably it's probably easier for me too because on after church on uh, during church day we eat regular after church, but uh, during the week, man, it's it's easy, you know. I've I've uh, I found my thing, and then Carl, you know, when he said I can have some eggs, oh, you mm. know, I'm good. Mm. I just, you know, what I'm saying if I gotta go without <laughs> my eggs, that's what that's what's gonna kill me. But um, no, we're doing pretty good, man. Um, especially when you threw the rap in there, that might have messed me up actually. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, we're doing uh, we're doing great, you know, going to these different events. Everybody always got meat and vegetables. You know, so um, and then to be able to exercise and not feel weak, I've done some stuff where it's just like you're gonna go back to it, and you almost call it's funny. You almost count counting the days. Like, okay, I got 30 more days. I got 21 mm. more days. Whereas this one is like, yo, this is my lifestyle forever. Like I'm going to introduce my body to carbs here and there, but healthy carbs, you know. Um, and so yeah, I, I I think it's gonna really work for this age that I'm at and the lifestyle that I have. And then the thing I noticed too. That when you don't eat bad, you eat less. It's weird, you know what I'm saying? But I, but when it's like peach cobbler, I don't necessarily stop when I'm full. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just keep going, you know. Whereas with this, it's kind of like when I get to a place where I'm full, I stop, you know. So I'm I'm, I'm really um yeah I'm really uh, I'm really digging this man. I'm really digging this. Man, no doubt. Hold on, let me tell. Hey hey, can y'all hear me? Hey hey. Hey, I'm on. Uh, I'm literally finishing up the podcast. I need about two minutes for E to get this nugget of the day and tell the people I see him next week. Y'all say hi though. Y'all on the podcast? Hey. hey. Let's see there. Go. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll be right with y'all. One second. Service with a smile. One second. See, man, we like a big fan, man. That's my. Uh, those are my certified speakers. Waiting on uh, my office hours, man. Jump on every single week and talk to my certified speakers. Just make sure they're doing what they got to do to secure that bag. Get the check. We get on the phone for an hour. They ask me questions, things of that nature. So shout out to all my certified speakers, all my speakers who are about to get certified and just going to that next level, man. We have a great time every week. Go to ETAGameChangers.com. Eat, give us that negative day so I can get out of here and serve the people. Hey, no excuses. Complete the mission, y'all. No excuses. Complete the mission. 
thought my daughter had an eight o'clock doctor's appointment. It was really nine. Um, I had a nine fifteen. I had a nine that I missed that I rescheduled. I'm actually on my way now to the church to do a marriage session. And then I'll call the Charlotte Hornets contact right after. It, just dropped my daughter off, going headed to the church. Look, no excuses, complete the mission. You know, effort is good and you have to put forth, um, you know, effort. But I, but do me a favor, we're not on extreme effort, we're on extreme execution, all right? Not extreme effort, but extreme execution. No excuses, complete the mission. Hey, appreciate that nugget of the day. Carl, soak up that sun for us. We love you, we'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity.